Welcome back into the Beyond the Game program. I'm Rick Benson along with Zach Barletta. So glad you could be with us on this opening day weekend for Major League Baseball. The Los Angeles Dodgers open the season with a home series against the rival San Francisco Giants. Joining us now via the BTG studio line is Dodgers hitting coach Turner Ward. Turner, thanks so much for your time and welcome to the program. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Opening day is always exciting, especially the home opener. But on top of that, you guys are taking on the Giants. How excited are you to get things going and to get the Giants right out of the gate? Well, it's always good to get spring training over with. I think everybody kind of feels towards the end. You're, you're kind of ready to get going. I think that's how all the guys feel. But, you know, we, we open up against our division, you know, each year. And, you know, open up with these guys, the Giants. It's always been a big rivalry. It's right here in the state of California. So it always brings some good excitement. Certainly lots of high expectations surrounding the Dodgers this season, just as there were last season. Does that put extra pressure on the team? And do you think anything less than a World Series would be a disappointment? No, I mean, we, we've talked about this for the past, you know, this is the third year now. We, we're, our goal was to get to and to win a World Series. So that's not the pressure. You know, the that's kind of the vision. That's the goal. Uh, the, the, the biggest part is just kind of keeping focused right here today, you know, today's game and, you know, uh, kind of keeping it uh, simple from that standpoint because we're going to go through our bumps and bruises through the course of the season, but our expectations are high and we want them that way. We're out here in western New York and, of course, a lot of people are talking about the power in the Yankees lineup, but, oh my goodness, the Dodgers are right there too, setting a team record for home runs with 224 last season eight guys having hit double-digit home run totals, and six actually hitting more than 20. As the team's hitting, Coach Turner, can you take us through your role in all of that? I, I imagine you must spend a lot of time looking at tape. No, we do. And, that, you know, the big part of that, you know, is kind of trying to help guys prepare for, for ABs and stuff or kind of to help watch them when things start going south. But, um, you know what, these guys, they've had so many people that's been a part of their lives, uh, you know, from – from dads throwing to them when they was young to hitting coaches in high school and college. and I mean, to kind of put one one thing on it, uh, it, it's just so many people have been such a huge part of each one of these guys' lives, I, lives and I'm just kind of glad I'm just a, a small part of it. We hear an awful lot about things like launch angles and exit velocities in, in this era of baseball, and so many of those guys, uh, as you mentioned, seem ready when they come out of the minor leagues to be ready to produce right away. In your opinion, is it a result of technology and a focus on mechanics that uh, things like launch angles and exit velocities, or is there more to it that's behind so many great young players in the game today? Oh, there's definitely so much more behind it, but I think now we can just put a number on it. But, you know, Ted Williams way back in the 70s was talking about a a slight upward swing and you know for me like reading a book like that as a high school kid i mean you know taking that uh you know that that advice pretty serious uh i don't think anybody in my era unless you just had uh blazing speed did you just try to hit the bone on the ground so you know it's always been a kind of a line drive uh get the ball in the air it's just talked about so much more because we can kind of see what the actual number is but if you literally look at ground balls to little just fly balls, you're going to see that, you know, there's a better average, you know, on ground balls. But we don't like to talk about that because the line drive still works in every situation and it's still the most productive. 
and it's still the highest average. So, you know, there's just been more emphasis on that launch angle. And for me, hitters that put themselves in a, in a good position to hit by, you know, keeping their body in a good position, you uh, literally create that launch angle. We're talking with Los Angeles Dodgers hitting coach Turner Ward. Now, you played for 12 years. You played for a number of different teams. Is there a favorite moment from your career that sticks out to you? Well, I'm going to talk about two different moments. Probably one as a, as a player and then, then one as a coach. As a player, was in interleague. And, you know, I was later in my career, and uh, my, my oldest son was six years old, and he got the bat boy in a game. You know, of course, that can't even happen in today's game. I mean, you can be 16-year-old at least to, to bat boy. But we're playing an interleague game. I was with the Pirates, and we're playing the White Sox. And as I'm walking up the home plate, I thought I heard Dad. You know, so, you know, so it's a pretty good crowd there and everything. And so as I kept walking into the dirt, I said, I hear Dad, Dad. And I turn around, and my, my son, who was six at the time, he's looking up to me. And telling me, hit a homer. <laughs> and a photographer, a photographer took a picture of that moment and sent it to me. And so it's my greatest picture, but also it's kind of my greatest moment. Man, I'm in tears at home plate, you know, because uh, I'm just thinking, man, what I really wanted to do was play long enough that he would know what his dad did. And man, I hit a ball and I thought I hit it out. And I was like, man, I hit a homer. End up getting drove in that next uh, that next hitter drove me in. But there's my son giving me a high five. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's you know, as a player, that's my greatest moment. But as a coach, you look at the game in a different perspective. And about three weeks ago, one of the players that I coached uh, probably seven years ago asked me to baptize him. And man, that was probably one of the coolest things that um that I've been able to do in my coaching career was being able to baptize a guy. And I, really, it was more, I don't, I don't even look at more as a baptism. It was more like a celebration of all the people that's impacted and influenced my life because he had a lot of those people there. And as before he was being baptized, he was telling each one, you did this, you helped me here. You did this. You helped me. You kept asking me to go to chapel. You kept, you know, uh, encouraging me to read the Bible. You kept doing this. And so watching that and be a part of that was definitely another cool moment in my career. Oh, yeah, that's moving. Hey, and talking to other players, I know that the travel and the time commitments of the game can be tough on a family and, and perhaps especially tough on Christians in the game. And I don't want to get too personal, of course, but has there been a circumstance during your time in the game when your faith in Jesus Christ had to carry you through a difficult time or a personal struggle? Well, no doubt. I think we're all tested in those areas of life, and you know, and we're. I think those tests become testimony. Sometimes it's a test of, of failure that we're getting through, and we're able to kind of get another one's a, a, a test of, of celebrating something. And you know, probably about five years ago. Um, my wife was diagnosed with cancer, hmm. but she had a double mastectomy that year and went through her ninth surgery this, just this past year. But all through that, I don't know how sometimes people get through hard times without a faith in 
in Christ and in a strong faith. And of course, I've, my faith has grown over the years, but even through that, that, that time, the Lord kind of really even Im- impacted me in a more compassion for others. Watching my wife go through it and seeing what other women go through and other people go through different struggles, it's kind of really kind of in- enhanced the compassion that I thought I had in my life, but it enhanced it to a, to a place where uh, I, had, I, that I didn't know was in me. So um, for all those that, who are going through struggles out there, man, I mean, we was thought we was going through a hopeless situation where we was given hope, which now is even kind of turning that hope into a foundation that we're kind of uh, doing now. My wife's name's Donna. And so we're just getting really close right now to, uh, to completing our foundation of Donna's hope. Mm. Turner Ward talks with us on the BTG studio line. Turner is a hitting coach for the Los Angeles Dodgers. If I understand it correctly, though, the Dodgers have a number of believers on the team, guys like Clayton Kershaw who are open about their faith. How important is that to you in your walk of faith to have a network of guys like that around you? No doubt about it. That, that accountability and that uh, um, just having – that type of resource around you that you can, you know, it's called even in the Bible, we should have a, you know, a, a Paul, a Timothy and Barnabas, you know, in our life, uh, a Paul is someone, you know, that's going to teach us a Timothy is someone that we can, you know, teach. And then also a Barnabas, someone that, you know, you know, that will encourage us or so that we can be a cur- encourager. So, you know, when we have fellow believers around us, we're going to, we're going to be able to have that type of person around us in our life to kind of help us through those difficult times, or even, man, even just celebrating the good times. Turner, I know this would be an encouragement to our listeners. I love to hear people's salvation stories. Would you share yours with us and tell us about the circumstances of that moment when you first trusted Jesus Christ for forgiveness of sins? Yeah, I was in a small church. Um, my, my, my dad had never been to church with me uh, to this point, and and I went to a church. I was 15 years old, and um, for some reason, I was involved. Uh, I, you know, I look here later in life and be able to look back, look at things, going, "Man, I see where the Lord was working with me and working in me then." And um, but I went to church, and the, the pastor was talking a lot about heaven and a lot about hell, and you know, I didn't know a lot about either one of them, but I knew where I didn't want to go. And that preacher kind of gave that invitation. If you want to come to know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, then he'll come up there and he'll walk you through it. Well, I didn't go that night. And it was a revival. And I, I said, I'm going to go back again. So I went back the next night. And my dad, I asked my dad, I'd never been to church with him. And that night when that pastor kind of asked that same question, uh, I knew that I needed that, that to answer that call. And as I went up to that pastor, I'm, 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 I'm in tears because I'm so, so glad, man, I made this decision. And I knew it was the right decision. And, but I was looking out there at my father. And I really wanted him. I really wanted him up there with me. And that moment, I thought, that's exactly how our father in heaven is. He just wants us up there with him. And all we got to do is answer the call. And I believe that that moment, that that time in my life, I've gone through struggles since then, and man, I've even kind of walked away at times. But He never walked away from me, and I think that's kind of where we have a, you know, a trust in the Savior that won't leave us, that won't forsake us, even if we walk away. 
thank goodness uh, we have a Savior that's always there with us. Yeah. And that's that's really my testimony. Well said. We all have needs. We all have struggles. And we like to give our listeners here uh, on our program an opportunity to to be blessed by keeping our guests in their prayers. Is there is there some way we can pray for you? I think probably more praying um, with the foundation that we're doing because I really believe the Lord's wanting to work through this foundation to help women uh, through through different uh, times of struggle and through different times of uh, of needs and, and that's our hope and that's, that's kind of where that foundation is uh, kind of started from hope and if you really kind of look at look at it um, hope is really Christ that's where we should put our hope that's where we need our hope and so you know if they want to lift me up in prayer man just pray for for that and that we'll continue to do how the Lord's directing us. Is there a website for the foundation yet? No, not yet. I mean, it's still. I mean, it's so close to getting. Uh, we were just getting to the final parts of the um, the foundation itself. So when that all happens, we'll definitely have a our website up. Well, we'll keep an eye and an ear out for it. Thanks so much, Turner, for joining us. Uh, wish you all the best on the season ahead. Oh, thanks, Rick. I appreciate it. That's Turner Ward, L.A. Dodgers. High expectations there in L.A., Zach. I know you've got him picked high, I've got him picked high, and that's a good guy on that team. I'd, I'd like to see something special happen there for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Come on back. we got more to do. we got a show to close up. We're going to tell you what it is that we like from the world of sports this past week. I'm Rick Benson. He's Zach Barletta. This is the Beyond the Game Program.